check it out, hey, 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 check it out. Hello, hello all you beautiful people, except for that one guy, I'm the nuclear knucklehead, and you wouldn't want to be, and I'm coming to you live, from the very tip top. Crawford Mountain and up here up here at the top of Crawford Mountain I get to see it all I get to see the nitty I get to see the pretty and I get to see the gritty There's not much that I don't get to look at and contemplate from up here at the top of Crawford Mountain. Oh, and you can get a hold of me at nuclearknucklehead at yahoo.com. Check out the Fringe Radio Network dot com. Lots of exciting shows there. Well, it's been a while since I got to talking about what I've been looking at and hearing about. What a world we live in. Where people who can get offended on behalf of other people. As an example for that, I happen to be telling a joke or a funny story way back when turned out it was a it was a, a lesbian thing and um, just in the mic and I was uh, I was being funny for sure I was also on the receiving end of tequila shots but um and well and also I was in a room of people who were offended by having me there anyway I was the the mama's new beau and well there was already preconceived ideas of me which may or may not be right I don't know they just assumed me being from west by god the Virginia I was a redneck and at that point I hadn't quite called myself a recovering redneck anyway I made a funny thing, and this was a holiday dinner also, that I was late to, (laughs) but uh, this is about somebody else being offended on someone else's account, so uh, whatever it was, I tell something funny to me, I'm laughing, a few other people are laughing, 
but I didn't just come in and blurt this out. There was something going on that made me say what I was saying. I can't recall what the conversation was. But one of the older daughter types said, uh, you know, I got friends who are lesbians and I'm offended for them about what you just said and I dare you to say something like that about lesbians again in front of me and well I wasn't quite the recovering redneck I am today but I'm also the guy that when you give me ultimatums I'm cool with that and I'm willing to see how far you're going to go I will just out of spite or principle so without much hesitation because I was like ha ha I get to do what I do best now so I made another comment and another comment and another comment about lesbians and they were funny stereotypical I wasn't hating on them as this girl might have perceived but I was definitely messing with her I was definitely being offensive to her. Because I do have lesbian friends, if you want to say that. I like to just tell people I have friends that encompass everyone. In my lifetime, I have made it a point to get to know different aspects to humanity and how they roam whether it's you know the very elite and wealthy I've been there I've hung out with those creepy people they did like me I was entertaining but I hung out with them the least amount. They were really creepy. But I've hung out with, you know, vampires. Love them. Witches. Wizards. Warlocks. It depends sometimes. The, the whole man-witch thing is weird. Don't run a whole lot into them. Usually the guy you run to with that is just some sex guy. He's in sex somehow. And, uh, I was listening to, uh, Johnny McMahon, The Iron Show, and he had, uh, fella John Ford on, and, uh, and then Tim hooked me up with, uh, the Let's Get Jacked Up talk with John Ford, and what do you say about a fella like John Ford. Hmm. Well, I would say, well, there you go. (laughs) You know, sometimes you have to tell people things to really get what you're describing. Because if someone's looking for someone, it wouldn't help if you say, oh yeah, it was a person. But there's a lot of types of people. But, like gay, homosexual, um, well that comes in all kinds of shapes and sizes. And I mean that, (laughs) and I mean that. All kinds. Proud ones. Ashamed ones. Happy ones. Content ones. Suicidal. The whole range. Now, me being the young nuclear knucklehead I was. 
I mean young. I'm talking, you know, like 18 on 19. I got a job at a bookstore. Now out front, and I've talked about this, it was a paperback store. It was old paperback books. And, uh, and then a bunch of old Playboys. And they needed, uh, somebody. And I told them, uh, was your guy. I'm gonna make that story short. I mean, I got hired. Turns out, it was an adult bookstore beyond another set of doors. Uh, they sold everything, adult, sexually. I had uh, booths in the back. And most everybody that came through that door was gay. Well, it was mostly gay guys. A few gay women. Rarely did a straight couple come in there. What, you know, I would call straight. And let's see, the booths had, you know, I don't know, eight or ten different videos that you could switch between. And you got a little coin, about the shape of a quarter, but it. I don't know, it had people kind of grow on their different sexual positions. Was the coin. But it was a quarter, it was worth a quarter, I think. Now it was mostly straight films and a few gay ones. Well, this place. You know, that was alien to me. When I saw that, I was like, what the hell? Should have been, what in the heaven is this? I mean, it had everything. It had blow-up dolls, whips, um, everything. Butt plugs. I'm like, what is that? And I was looking at it, it said butt plug. And I was like, oh my god, somebody sticks that thing in their butt? Oh, Wow. I'm like, what's that for? And I got a butt plug with a leash. <laughs> well, there are a lot of kinky people out there, straight or otherwise. I don't know what you call them. I don't know. And they're freaky to me. I'm, I'm a pretty simple kind of fella. I was more just into my penis into a vagina. That was always my goal. You know what? Most girls were relieved to hear that. I think. I don't know. They could have been. I mean, people are freaky. And people... I have met freaks in my life. And I guess most of us are freaky, man. Women, what do you think? Then again, it's just me and you. Because this is the number one least listened to podcast in the universe. And that makes you very rare, my friend. But, So people are all unique. We all have our testimonial or testament. And then you got the Old Testament and the New Testament, right? In the Bible. 
the Holy Bible, whether you're thinking of the King James or the New International Version, whatever, we come in two flavors, Old Testament, New Testament. Now in the Old Testament, it didn't pay to believe in God and be a freak. It did not pay. Matter of fact, it didn't work out well for most of those people. And then, Jesus come along. And we really, we really needed Jesus from the get-go. But I think that was kind of God making a point. That's why he had sent Jesus, right? Like, Moses went up to the top of the mountain to get the rules, some simple rules from God. While he was up there, the people he came up there, the ones he just took out of Egypt, Who'd seen like God's power, you know, splitting the Red Sea, however you want to say it, all the plagues, watching the Pharaoh's army get sucked up by the water, seeing all that. While Moses was away, they made a golden calf, started worshiping it, because they thought that was cool. Or they looked at the neighbors down the road and was like, look what all, look what they're getting. We want some of that. We've been roaming around lost. <laughs> Who knows? Now, as a kid, I always thought that was odd. I thought it was, you know, all right, it'd take me, you know, maybe a day to get up to the top of the mountain, get the rules, another day to get back down. <laughs> They'd already built a gold calf, turned on him that quick. So, you know, Moses had to raise some holy Jesus on him and go back up and get him because he dropped him when he came down. I think he probably smacked a couple of them in the head with them. Stone tablets. Then he comes back down with ten rules. Okay, he probably came down with like a hundred rules the first time and then God was like okay look I, they ain't even I, I need to make this quick they might build a damn you know an elephant and worshiping it by the time you get back down so here you go ten simple rules and we can't really follow those ten commandments people will blow through those Constantly. But. I mean it says a lot. It covers most everything you need to know. But it still don't break it down. For you. I'm not going to go through the Ten Commandments. But. There's a lot of wiggle room maybe for some people and boy howdy do they wiggle humans have the most fun you know what I mean you got a lot of 
free will out here in the world always have been not much today to do that you couldn't do back then I mean you can do it in virtual reality now but you still only so many ways you can be a freak Maybe different implements of destruction, but us humans were clever. So God gives us Jesus. Like, well, you really can't follow any rules I give you. None. That's how bad you are. Probably shouldn't be talking like that, but you know, breaking it down into a nuclear knucklehead version. But man, you can't get it right. So we're gonna put me down. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out myself. He comes down here. He does it. Doesn't have a problem. A little bit, you know. He gets a little angry here and there. Maybe a little uppity. You can question that. I don't know. He was God. Goes off at the tab, what, at the temple. Goes off on the bankers. And winds up getting killed after messing with the bankers. But he died for all of our sins. Not just the bankers. And then while he was here, Jesus, he gave us some, some follow through. He gave us answers. He told us things. How to be, how to act. Broke down even to like the smallest, simplest Somebody's like, Jesus, what do we got to do, really, man, just to get in? What, what do we got to do? And, you know, they've already had a thousand years of what to do. And couldn't get it right. They all knew. Everybody knew what they needed to do. But guess what? It's a lot easier said than done, apparently. And then, you know, I'm breaking it simply. Jesus is like, you know, alright, here's it. This is all you gotta do. Love God. And love everybody else like you love God. You know, and then they're like, well, what, what, what? Well, what about these people? What about them people? What about that? What about this? So, I grew up in a weird place. Most people thought it was dangerous. And that the people were all dangerous. Going to hell kind of place. But even as a young kid, I knew of a sinner saint. A what? Yeah, they might do something you think is a sin, but then they do something you might think is a saint. People are different. You know, and Jesus also, you know, not only did he tell you to love God and love everybody else like him, But he also made it clear about judging people. And man, ain't it easy to judge people. 
pretty good to feel good about yourself sometimes. Ooh, I'm better than that person. I don't do that. It should be at least I don't do that. What I perceive. You know, we all sin. Alright. Yeah. Like me. Oh, that's my honey. Oh, I am heading home, baby. Somehow, and I don't know how, I got my phone on silent. But when my honey texts me, I always get hers. I'm like, thank you, God. But back to judging people who judge people. <laughs> Ain't that cute? You can judge people on all kinds of things. What kind of music they listen to. What kind of tattoos. You do that. You cut your hair. You wear a dress. You play the drums. You sing at church, I don't sing at church. You don't take communion, I take communion. There are so, you know, the sins that are out there for people. I don't know. I don't know. I do know, like John Ford... I wouldn't want to be a gay preacher. (laughs) Oh my. Like see, in my world, that right there, I'm like, what? Okay. Well, I'm cool. I can deal with a gay preacher. I don't have a problem with that. Because it's not my problem, you know. Whatever I think about him is not going to get me any closer to heaven. If I'm not thinking good thoughts about him or thinking about praying for him or any of that, what, you know, a normal person should do is say, me, I've been around, I've seen things. So, there. I think that's kind of cool. Because being gay, okay, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one of those sins, but there's a lot of sins. I mean, it's a sin, but I don't... I have time to sit around and argue the elevation of sins. Is this sin bigger than that sin or what? Well, that's that. Well, they murder. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. Once you're rolling with God and Jesus. See, we're under a different kind of a rule. Once you accept God and Jesus... You know, a lot of your hate has got to dissipate. You know, like me, I I got a lot of issues with the left. And the ridiculousness that's going on with that. And I've always had issues with it, number one, because I'm having issues with people who are my friends. Who are my family. People who were raised within rock-throwing distance of me. Who somehow I think should be on the same page as me. You know. So. But it's really not my issue with what they think. I need to worry about less about how they feel about. You know. Like a vaccine. I like to think that it's crazy. But I got friends that think that. 
I'm crazy for thinking it's crazy. And I got friends that think that they're crazy that thinking it's crazy. So we're all crazy. One of us is crazy. It's always somebody that's going to be wrong. So, like, Christians ought to be the preemptive or premier open-minded people, he would think. But we can be pretty closed-minded as a group. Which is why I like to tell people when they ask me, hey, are you a Christian? I'm like, well, uh, I'm a believer in Jesus and God. Uh, I believe Jesus walked on the water. I believe in Noah and the flood. So, yeah, I kind of believe that it's literal. I'm like, but I'm on some of it. I'm a little iffy wishy you know like I don't know how long the world's been here some people are like well it's only you believe the world's only been here 6,000 years how do you explain dinosaurs I'm like well we could go into all that but I don't know how long the world's been here oh you believe God created the world who created God I'm like well uh, duh God created himself dummy Always, that was me as a kid. Always thought that was a good answer. Like he created himself. Now, without getting too preachy or anything like that, which I'm not. I'm not preachy. And I certainly wouldn't want to discourage anybody from getting on that path to God. Let's just say, well, let's say like the King James Bible. Well, there's some people that grew up thinking that's a bad thing. Just right there. You don't know who wrote that, blah, blah, blah. Well, I do. I know a lot about that, but hard to explain that kind of thing to people so they might be more interested in a different version and there's all kinds they're like well they left out all kinds of books yeah they did they left out all kinds they could have been a bible that's you know 400,000 pages you know there's a lot of biblical writings out there in that time and when you're going to carry around a version of it, you need something a little smaller. So you can kind of call like the Bible is maybe the cliff notes of the rest of it all, maybe. I don't know. But there are other things. There are books that are talked about in the Bible that aren't in the Bible. And blah, blah, blah. I've talked about that. but So... We get somebody to read, you know, the message, the New International Version, and then, in like my opinion, and I think I got this kind of like from Johnny McMahon from the Iron Show, they will eventually want to more than just the Bible. You know, maybe they'll want to see what this verse actually says in the King James Version. They want to get in the commentary and find out. How they, what they think about that verse. And you get into the Strong's. You find out what this word meant now and meant then possibly. And what other ways it could have been taken. And you could really get into the Bible. Then you could get into it like, you know, like Matthew Miller. Like three layers of time and 
just blow your mind how the Bible can be opened up and explored. And get into Russ Dizdar. Battle the supernatural forces. So there's all kinds of ways to get in the whole supernatural God Jesus thing. Now the devil, he'd like to see us all just fighting, you know, fight that person because they do this. You know, it's, we we kind of pick on different sins, maybe as Christians, so we can make some of our sins seem more petty and okay. You know, like me, heck, me walking around thinking I'm. Oh, good to go might even be a sin. Right? And I I know I'm not good to go. If any of us were right, down here, if we were any of us perfect like Jesus, (laughs) you couldn't keep people away from you. You'd be a rock star. People would wonder what it is that you do. If we were perfect, we would be healing people and throwing out demons. When's the last time you saw somebody throwing out a demon? Uh, might want to go to Pentecostal church or. Go to a black congregation. I haven't been to a lot or many or just only a couple, really, uh, black congregation services. And man, you can feel the Holy Ghost rolling around. You can feel that in some churches, but it's been decades. Since I felt that in a church. But I haven't really hung out in a church very much of late. So, what do you think? Christians, should they be more open-minded, less open-minded, tolerant, acceptable, condoning... You know, and then you got atheists. They like to hold Christians to a high standard. And Buddhists, everybody got their eyeball on how Christians act. Because, you know why? Because it's really hard to be like Jesus. These people expect when you call yourself a Christian that you're (laughs) Christ-like. And it took the creator of this whole mess to come down here and show us how to do what we were supposed to do. He was kind of like our our cheat sheet, you know, like how to get through a video game. He's like you cheat codes to get to heaven, but you know you can't really be cheating. You gotta think about it. You know, just there's this, that, and the other, whatever, but. It's got to be on your heart. Right? No matter who you are. If you got this love for God and Jesus, you know, you understand that whole principle. And you love God and love love everybody. Well, that's pretty simple. Love your enemy. Rock and roll. What a, what a thing. Love your enemy. How many Christians doing that?
how many Christians, when they get robbed, take off their coat and give it to the robber? Now, here is a petty example of me, but I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to virtual virtue signal right now, okay? I was working in a crappy neighborhood. Actually, the neighborhood that uh, Trayvon Martin got shot and killed. And you know what? He lived in a gated community. Yeah, he did. Anyway, we go past that. Still a crappy neighborhood. Somebody gets into my unlocked car in front of this house I'm working at and they uh, take something to take off. Somebody sees it, I chase them down. Well, it's a woman. It's a, a woman about my age in the 50s or whatever. And dirty. White. And uh, when she turns around and I see her, she's got my, my change bucket, little change jar, little plastic screw-on lid, didn't have a lid on it. Anyway, I don't know, it might have had ten bucks in change, seven, twelve, fifteen, I don't know. Well, she was all hugged up with it. I had tools in the back. Any one of them would have been worth a lot more than that. And probably a Bluetooth speaker sitting in the front seat. Anyway, I chase her down. She's scared to death. And I'm with a couple of the guys I work with. We're men. We're doing renovation, construction workers. Hammer and nail kind of guys. She's scared to death. And then, I, you know, I see it's my change. And that's kind of always been my thing is I kept my change around for when somebody did want to go to thieving they would grab my change bucket and take off with that because it was an easy thing and they would leave my other stuff alone and there I go I had it that's kind of my saint and sinner kind of thing there and uh you know I'm like alright you know you can keep that now reflecting a couple days later, I wished I had taken my little change cup because I had to find another one. Now I guess I should have given her a coat or something else maybe. Well, I better keep my cup. <laughs> now it's easy to do that with a frightened woman on the street with grown men around me you know and I, I did think I surprised the other two guys because they didn't really know me and I think they were surprised well, we told her to be safe because you know I do know people that would have punched her in the face and to be honest with you, I probably would have had to punch them in the face if I'd have seen that. And that wouldn't have been very Christian-like. I'll tell you that right now. So that's why I'm a recovering redneck and working my way. Because my goal, and I've said it before, and I'll say it before again, Cause you know I'd love to get it right with God. That that point where when God looks down, He's like, man, that nuclear knucklehead right there, he gets it. He got it. I can tell he did it. And come and get me. And let me hang out with him. Cause I get it. there's been a couple got to do that Elijah 
He got it. Other than that, really, good luck. Now, I do believe that only truly evil people get to go to hell. And don't take my word for that. Now, I don't know too many truly evil people. Or are they sinner saints? I don't know. I got examples of all. I got examples of people who I thought were evil. But did. Saintful things. At different times in their life. You know, I do know, we all, we know the difference between right and wrong. I know it's on our heart. It's laid on our heart whether we want to believe in God and Jesus or not. But that's my personal thing. It kind of says that in the Bible. Well, maybe have to point it out, but it's on our heart. But then also, our heart be the most deceitful thing to us. How ironic. We know in our heart it's there, but our heart can be the most deceitful. Hmm. Yeah. Bible, God, it's there, and we and we let it lie to us, and roll with it. You say, "Well, my heart told me to." Ah, heart told me to. I know in my heart. I'm like, well, you know, I've had conversations with my friends who have known something in their heart. And they're cool with it. You know. But there you go. I'm cool. You cool. Thing is, we're all cool. You know, just like the New Testament and the Old Testament. Testament. There's a test. For sure. And the Old Testament was kind of like our, our first rule book, right? And then the New Testament was like got the cheat code. We got... Jesus he died for our sins our sins not just yours ours mine and yours and everybody's so we can't get picky with who Jesus died for cause unless you're Elijah you know, and that's Old Testament kind of guy, but he got it. Back then, he got it. And otherwise, ain't none of us getting it. I'm trying to get it. I know I'm trying to understand. And I'm doing a bad job at it. And there's other people. We all got to get there. can all get there hey you can get there by listening to some let's get jacked up with tim and bobby and karen and occasionally jack and you can listen to uh the iron show and spirit wars 
Michael Basham, Mind Renewed, Julian Charles. He's got a cool accent. He sounds a lot nicer than me. What else? You can get the Earth Oddity on the Fringe Radio Network. Dot com. And you can reach me at Nuclear Knucklehead at yahoo.com and oh I want to do some of that protocols of the elders of Zion now Guy Fox is doing that he's reading them off I might have to put a link to some of that but I want to talk about some of that should have talked about that today but we'll talk about that tomorrow well of course i hope i didn't offend anybody but if you were offended that's on you sorry i didn't do it on purpose uh and then fyi when i'm trying to offend somebody i will let them know hey that right there that remark you you got offended by that right because that was my purpose I am that guy. Anyway, I love you. A bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. And remember, you're listening to the number one least listened to podcast in the universe. I am the nuclear knucklehead. And you wouldn't want to be. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time, I'll see you then.